Welcome to the Design of Communication podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Keeling, and this podcast is about how you can become a confident communicator as a design, tech, or creative professional. Sharing career strategies, language tips and insights, and communication techniques to become a powerful communicator and excel in your career and reach a new level of confidence in English. Charisma, the gift of grace or charm. At least that's where the word comes from in ancient Greek. Being charismatic is a characteristic that many leaders strive towards. Charisma is the quality of being able to attract, charm, and influence those around you. It's quite an important skill when you are speaking with stakeholders or negotiating ideas and getting buy-in from your team. It is usually easy to identify someone who is charismatic. But what exactly is it that makes them charismatic? I read a quote from Larry Tesla, who was the pioneer of user interaction. And he said, when I wasn't sure what the word charisma meant, I met Steve Jobs and then I knew. So lately, I've been thinking about what are the features that great leaders and communicators have in common? When I think about all the great leaders I've met or seen on TV or we hear about from history, they are typically very motivational, confident, charming, but relatable, and they're strong communicators. They communicate with trust and charisma. In today's episode, I will break down a few different leadership styles and then share some steps to take to be more charismatic and likable. Now, I always believe that it can help to observe others, look at other leaders and see what they're doing, what makes them likable. I have asked many students, all of them who actually work in tech, this following question, who is a leader or speaker you admire? The same names come up again and again. Of course, the most obvious and unsurprising are Steve Jobs and other names like Barack Obama, Chris Voss. You might not be surprised to hear some of those names. But I also get names like Jennifer Puno, Simon Sinek, and some actors too, like Maggie Smith and Reese Witherspoon. So what traits as speakers and leaders do they have in common? I'm sure there are so many factors that come into it, but the term charismatic leadership seems to come up a lot. But is it their personality trait? Or maybe their leadership style? Or something else? As I said, there are many styles of leadership, but I wanted to highlight three in particular. And one of them is a visionary style. So that's where the leader gets really good at helping their company grow. And you see a lot of visionary leaders, especially in tech. They can inspire a lot of change and new ideas. 
You might also be or experience a transformational style of leadership. And they're able to foster personal connections and relationships while still hitting some of the organizational objectives. And then the third one is more of a pace setting leadership style. And it's one that achieves fast results and sets very high standards. So you are constantly striving to hit goals and accomplish business objectives. Now, I don't think it really matters what style of leadership you have or aspire to be. And even if you have no interest in being a leader, but want to be taken seriously in your role or to connect with others, these are some steps and ways to show up and build better relationships and ultimately be more charismatic. Here are some of the findings that I have observed, especially of leaders working in tech, and I wanted to share them with you. The first one is all about the vision. So charismatic leaders create a powerful and appealing vision and they're able to frame it in such a compelling way. As John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more and become more, you are a leader. Storytelling plays a big part in being able to do this. Stories can have a powerful and inspiring effect on an organization if they're used in a purposeful way. Telling stories can persuade someone to support our projects and most importantly, get people engaged and listening to us. Sadly, facts and figures and all the rational things that we want to share aren't going to stick in our audience's mind unless they are told in an interesting way. I'm sure you've sat through presentations with no stories or maybe in meetings and just switched off, even within a few seconds. Stories are really powerful because they attach emotions to things that happen. They're relatable. Now, I've attended quite a lot of keynotes and conferences and events. Actually, just last week, I attended an online live event and it was called the Live Streaming Pros. And there were many guest speakers giving talks on all kinds of topics. And the best speakers from the event purposefully told their stories to transform their data. Now, even a week later, I'm telling the facts and figures that I learned from their presentation to friends or really anyone who will listen. And I'm thinking about this one talk with a young gentleman and he shared his story of how he wanted to become a professor in biochemistry. Now, he didn't just say, I wanted to become a biochemist, but I didn't like working with grasshoppers. So I left and started a business and now I make money on YouTube. That would have been pretty boring and unemotional. Effective leaders don't order people to get motivated, get results or be creative. But they can lead followers to these outcomes through their storytelling. As an audience, I felt that we connected with him, the one who gave the talk, because he shared his struggles, he shared his vulnerability, and he painted a compelling picture for us. His ultimate message was around not giving up, and he included some facts to back that up. 
about how most people give up before they start seeing any real income as a YouTuber. And it takes an average of five years to start to see some real success. Now, I've already given away a few of the techniques that he used, but let's look at them closer. So number one, as I already mentioned, he framed the vision and painted the picture with stories and a few other techniques. If you want to see some great examples of telling stories and framing your vision, then most TED speakers will do this. They share their story and you get really invested in who they are and their vision. Apple's keynotes come to mind too, and they do it in such a visual way that also inspires us too. It's all about having a clear message. And yes, this is something that I talk about all the time, and I'm sorry if you're bored of hearing that, but that is really how you do it. Settle on your ultimate message. Then you can figure out the best way to illustrate it. Bring in your own stories and provide substance. And I will explain what I mean in just a moment, but this is where many of us can shy away, especially because we don't want to share personal details. So what I mean by providing substance is telling stories that are relatable. It's all about inspiring others by being confident in what you're saying. And this comes through the words that you're using, how you're saying, and how you're saying them, which we will look at. Stories that show struggle, failure, and barriers are real. As I mentioned in the talk last week, the speaker shared the struggles of becoming a dad, leaving his job, and starting a business. And it was real and authentic. And it's relatable too, even if you aren't a dad or a parent, it's still accessible. It showed his vulnerability and not in a way that he was the hero of his story. Sure, it was a story about him, but the focus was on the lessons he learned and us as an audience. Vulnerability and opening up is something that I see come up a lot, especially recently. And I've shared some stories myself, and I am amazed and also so happy to see that by opening up and doing that, others are opening up too. And it feels so freeing to be yourself, but connect with others who've been through similar things. And it also really connects us. So when I meet someone and find out that they've lived in Spain, we automatically have something in common. And when I discuss my own difficulties of moving and living in a new country or learning a foreign language, I get so many people reach out and say, me too. I'm so glad that you have shared that. And finally, it's all about the delivery. So this is how you're really saying your message. And charismatic speakers will deliver in an animated and passionate way. They demonstrate optimism and confidence. And a lot of that comes from their tone, the pitch, intonation, and the volume of their voice. Now, I won't go into this so much today because I will be sharing about this soon as I really feel it deserves to have an episode all by itself. If you have been enjoying the podcast, 
then please leave a review on the platform that you are using to listen, as I would appreciate it so much. So here are some of the traits of a charismatic leader. The first one we looked at is being able to frame and give the vision. Paint the picture with stories. One thing I'd like to add is that not every story you tell has to be surprising or on the edge of your seat epic in any way. I think that's what puts many of us telling stories. We don't know what stories to tell. Or maybe we think, I don't really have any. But remember, some of the most successful and memorable stories are relatively simple and straightforward. Now, the second thing that charismatic leaders do is provide substance. And I guess another way of saying this is showing up as your authentic self and relying on your own personality and skill set. It can mean showing up more of a vulnerable side, but by doing this, it can help create a sense of union and be quite inspirational. And finally, it's all about their delivery. Deliver in an animated and passionate way. Now, finally, there is one more thing that has come up while thinking about charismatic leaders and ultimately gaining trust through communication. And that's their ability to be present in the moment. Now, that's something that I'm really working on. And my client and friend as well told me that sometimes he's in a meeting and there are people on their phones. And I guess they're trying to hide it. But being present and giving someone their full attention, being present is when you're really aware of what's happening rather than being caught up in your own thoughts. And it's so obvious when someone isn't paying attention. I have spoke about sharing your vision and inspiring others through stories, but we can show charisma through how we connect with others and listen to them. I'm going to leave you with a little reflective task, and that's who is a leader or speaker you admire and what makes them charismatic? I'd love to know your answers, so feel free to reach out and let me know if you have any. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now. for listening to the design of communication if you have enjoyed today's episode and listening to the design of communication podcast then please follow us on spotify google and apple podcasts and share the link with a friend or colleague who will benefit any questions you might have feel free to send them my way i love hearing from you thank you so much see you next week